Welcome to Seven Skills for the Future podcast. My name is Emma Sue Prince, and this podcast is based on the internationally selling book by the same name. This book focuses on seven important skills. They are adaptability, critical thinking, empathy, integrity, being proactive, being optimistic, and being resilient. And this podcast is all about how you can bring these skills into your everyday life so that you are living a life full of happiness, full of purpose, great relationships, doing work that you love, and just really getting the most out of life. Welcome back to Seven Skills for the Future podcast. My name is Emma Sue Prince and I'm here with my producer James. Hi Emma Sue and hello everyone. So on today's episode we're going to talk about uh, where to place your energy, the huge importance of being proactive. So what does being proactive mean Emma Sue? So for me being proactive is all about showing up in your own life um, and there are really there, there are two aspects to being proactive so in the short term it's about focusing on what you can control and also finding the space between stimulus and response so stimulus can be anything from the news to what someone says to you to a disappointment or something unexpected and the other side to being proactive is longer term and that's being really clear about your goals where you want to go and working towards them in the present so this is about taking the initiative to move towards those goals and not waiting for opportunities to come so really proactively looking for them and finding them so it's constant movement and it's also constant acceptance of your current reality and I suspect right now that can be extremely challenging (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So uh, so in what ways does being proactive link to the other seven skills? So um, all the skills link together, but we know from research that there are two skills that being proactive link to the strongest. And those two skills are optimism and resilience. So if you are working on building optimism, for example, by practicing gratitude and focusing on what's gone well or reframing challenging situations, um, you will also strengthen your ability to be proactive because true optimism is all about taking positive action towards. And when you focus on building your resilience skills, for example, by strengthening your support network or, or looking after your well-being properly, it will help you with being proactive and vice versa, of course. So every time you are proactive, you are building optimism and resilience. So it's really a three-way win. <laughs> so why is being proactive so vital now during the pandemic? It is incredibly vital because, you know, during times of uncertainty, um, huge uncertainty, which is what this is, it can be very easy to feel out of control and like there's nothing you can do to influence anything. And it's also natural to sometimes feel anxiety and to sometimes feel overwhelmed. And when, you know, when we are faced with constant change and and new information, we can be left feeling stressed, overwhelmed, uncertain of what action to take. This can lead to a lack of energy, lack of motivation, uh, lack of drive. And the result can be that we kind of are in a state of alert most of the time. And 
it just leads to inaction, which is, of course, the opposite of being proactive. So, yeah. um, and the reason this happens is because when we are worried about something, we tend to put most of our energy into the very things we cannot control. So outside our control, and this just makes us feel worse, you know, even more out of control. So it's a vicious circle, and it's one that can be extremely hard to dig our way out of. That's why I love that these three skills, uh, being proactive, optimism, resilience, are connected, because really right now we do need all three more than ever. But can you explain more what you mean by by energy and, and where we place it? Yeah, so... You know, so to reiterate, you know, when, when we're worried about something or feeling anxious, we tend to put most of our energy into the very things we cannot control. And this is exacerbated at a time like this. So we could probably see examples of others doing this right now all around us. And we're probably doing this ourselves a little bit or we want to. So um, by energy, what I mean is, you know, your energy is going into what other people think what they might be saying, what they might be doing, um, and, you know, expanding that to the economic situation, the whole situation about the pandemic. And so we'll waste time talking about it. And it's all about, so energy is all about the energy that goes into talking about it, the headspace it takes up, the debates on, on social media, the endless discussions, the going down the rabbit hole of the news, you know, all of this takes up our energy and it's really exhausting and it's really draining, but very, very tempting to do. And the problem is that when you do it, you, you, you kind of do run out of steam. Um, and of yeah. course, there's, you know, there's no shortage of others who will happily, happily, you know, affirm and engage with us in all of this. So, so it really does take a lot of effort to not do this. And with the energy, it's about, it's about really kind of understanding that you need to um, conserve your energy and put it into the things that you can control. And the things you can control are things like your behaviour, uh, thoughts, actions. And the minute you do that, the minute you put your energy into those things, you will notice that you immediately feel better. Um, and also you begin to influence the things that are not in your control. So taking action is always best. So if I'm feeling um, upset and anxious, I may really want to start putting my energy into all that stuff, but instead I can make a choice. So I can make a choice about how often I take in the news, social media. I can make a choice about when I go shopping and how I do it, if that's causing stress. Um, I can make a choice about my own actions. You know, maybe I, maybe I hate that I can't see my loved ones. I can choose another way to connect with them. Maybe I'm extremely anxious about my own health but I can take action. So I can take action in terms of looking after my immune system, you know, focusing on the fact that I am healthy. So what I see quite a lot of at the moment is people who are anxious about their health, but they are completely forgetting the fact that they are actually healthy right now. You know, um, yeah. you know, so, so they're worried about things that, that may or may not happen. And it's kind of like energy is kind of like choosing what we want to feed. If, if you feed anxiety and worry with energy, they will grow bigger. Uh, what is the locus of control? So this is kind of a bit more about the, the sort of theory behind this whole area of, of, you know, where we put our energy. And the locus of control is kind of like our belief system about the causes of our experiences and, and the factors to which we might attribute failure or success or, or, or how we're feeling. So that's 
two categories, internal and external locus of control. So if a person has an internal locus of control, then that person will attribute their well-being or outcomes to their own efforts and abilities. But a person who has an external locus of control, they will attribute these things to circumstances and they will be less likely to make an effort. They kind of are like everything is happening you know, around them. So people who have an external locus of control are much more likely, unfortunately, to experience anxiety because they actually believe that they are not in control of their own lives. They believe that the situation outside themselves is in control. But as soon as you can start to operate more within your internal locus of control, simply by placing your energy into those things that you can control, you feel better immediately. So how can we make sure that we are constantly putting our energy in the right place? So, it, you know, it does take effort, okay? And like everything, it's about awareness. Mm. You know, it's, it's knowing when you start to engage in placing that energy elsewhere. So when you start to engage in negative debates and conversations, when you start to engage in watching more news than is healthy for you, um, and, you know, bringing it back to... Okay, what are some choices I can make here? What are some practical things that I can do? So it doesn't mean that you don't feel anxious or don't get overwhelmed, but it does mean that you have some tools to help you. And of course, doing things that foster optimism and resilience will really help here as well. So, you know, how do you start the day? Are you grateful? Do you look for the positives in your life? Are you looking after your well-being? Do you have a good support network around you? Um, so when something is tough, you can still make choices. So, you know, let's look at another example. Maybe you've lost your business. You know, you've lost your job. What are your choices? Do you get mad and put all your energy into the unfairness of the situation or the inability of your government or, or you know, wherever else you want to put it? Or do you think, OK, what do I want to do? What help is available? So, Personally, I've, I, I have had the most frustrating time trying to get um, a business, a COVID business interruption loan for my company. So lots of delays, very frustrating. But I choose to place as little energy as possible into that. So I don't really talk about it. I don't spend time, you know, with my husband talking about how frustrating it is that yet another setback has happened. You know, instead, yeah. I just focus my energy on working out how to proceed and, and you know, how to navigate. So, um, you know, the other thing to remember, too, is that being proactive is always about movement towards. So in the longer term, you know, the most proactive people in businesses now are the ones thinking ahead to where am I going to be once I emerge out of this? What new opportunities are there for me? for my family, for my business, for my future. You know, they're really kind of looking at that now. So, you know, you'll know if you're placing energy in the right place also by gauging how you're feeling. So if you're consistently feeling upset, the chances are that's why. It's because you're putting your energy into what you can't control. And if you are feeling overall kind of positive and okay and calm, then you're probably placing energy in the right places. So can you give us some uh, some easy tips for how to be proactive right now? I definitely can. So I have actually got four tips here. And, do you know, these are things mm -hmm. that are just as applicable no matter what the situation. 
Okay, so okay. they're nothing, you know, they, they does, you know, yes, we are in the middle of a pandemic, but actually they're just as important, whatever's going on. So the first is to watch your language. So, you know, f- for a full day or for as long as you can, just heighten your awareness and listen to your own language that you're using and the language of others around you. So things like, you know, how often do you hear reactive phrases like, there's nothing I can do, or I have to xxx you know or even this phrase that's a favorite one right now which is it is what it is <laughs> you know um j- just just try re-scripting into more active language you know so i have lots of different options i choose to um i can use a different approach and see what happens or my own favorite my personal favorite is to simply substitute i have to for i get to I get to spend more time with my kids right now. I get to slow down for a bit. I get to have a chance to reflect on my future, etc. So that's the first one. Watch your language. The second is to commit. So we use this concept a lot on our workshops, um, but it's about really committing to being proactive. Um, so that's making that decision and showing up in your own life. You know, start choosing your responses to things and decide to be proactive. It's so easy to choose a negative response, especially when people around you are also choosing that negative response. So, you know, you've got to make a conscious choice to commit and just ask the question each day. You know, what are some things I can do today that are proactive? And if that's really hard for you to do right now, then just start by being grateful and focusing on what's going well, you know, and that will help. And and that's the link with optimism again. Um, The third is to take stock. So this is the perfect time for doing that. You know, many of us have been forced to slow down. Not you, James, but many of us have been forced to slow down. (laughs) Um, This is true. Or, you know, at least to rethink our, our working lives, our businesses and how we might want them to be. So, you know, what are things that you might want to change? What opportunities are there for you? So really to use this time to um, reflect and think ahead, because just now and hopefully these will continue. But just now there are starting to be some quite uplifting stories of people who are changing their work. So I read about a business that um, just before the lockdown was doing um, live murder mystery parties, you know, Mm. face to face. Um, And then, you know, completely just everything stopped. And somehow they found a way of offering them online and they're making more money than before. (laughs) By by, oh, do, yeah. by turning it into something online, or that I read about a painter and decorator who, you know, he couldn't go into people's houses anymore to work, and his business collapsed like collapsed overnight. You know, just yeah. everything. So he started a fruit and veg business delivering to local houses, and now he's going to stick with doing that. So, you know, there are always other things that we can do. There are always other ways that we can work, and other jobs even. So, you know, I just think it's a good time to learn something new. Um, good time to start researching something that interests you. And I'm saying this at a time when we, we are, you know, at the time of recording this podcast, we are six weeks into a lockdown. So, you know, we are at a point where actually let's start looking forward and thinking about, you know, taking stock and thinking about where we might go to next. And the, the, the final one is just very simple, is to make choices that work for you. So whether that's how often you watch the news or whether that's curating your social media feeds or steering conversations to something more positive or switching up your morning routine, whatever it is, just make some 
proactive choices that work for your own well-being, optimism, resilience, you know, and, and that will go a long way to help you be more proactive. Great tips, Emma Sue. Thank you. I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Yes, it does. So thank you so much for listening. I hope it's given our listeners lots of things they can think about putting into action. Um, And I look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you for listening to the 7 Skills for the Future podcast. There are all sorts of things you can do to boost each of the seven skills. If you want more ideas, you can buy the book, Seven Skills for the Future. You can also go online to our website, Unimenta, and join as a member, and you'll be able to access more resources, ideas, and free downloads. If you have a question you want to ask on these podcasts, get in touch through Instagram at Seven Skills for the Future, or on Twitter and Facebook at Unimenta. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your podcast player of choice.